It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. We don't want to just win, we want to dominate. And here we go. How about them Reds? 12-7, they beat the Cubs. Positive vibes only on this one. How about that win? Nice to see the Reds get the monkey off their back, get their second win of the season. Sonny Gray was fantastic. The lineup was fantastic. We'll get to all of that here in just a minute. Make sure that you're subscribed. Follow me on Twitter. All that stuff. Lockdown Redline 513-549-0159. I'm way too excited to not talk about this game because we came in really worried. Everybody was like, oh no, is the season over? Should we really think about a managerial change? There's way too much talent on this team for the Reds to be this bad. Everybody just relax. As Aaron Rodgers once said to Green Bay Packers fans, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. The Reds are all right. The lineup just absolutely explodes in this one. A seven-run fifth inning blows the doors off and just takes this game over for the Redlegs, which uh, we'll we'll start with this. We'll start with our pivotal play of the game. The pivotal play of the game. They're loaded for Castellanos, and a 1-1. High fly ball into deep left center field. Castellanos, a grand slam against his former team. And the Reds have kicked in the door. A six-run fifth inning. Castellanos. I mean, this pitch up and out of the strike zone, it doesn't matter to Castellanos. I mean, he is looking to drop the bat head, and boy, he goes up to get a high 96-mile-an-hour fastball. His second home run, and give him a team-best eight runs batted in. Oh, my. That was important, too, because at that point, the Reds were up 4 nothing, and you're like, okay, this is good. This is nice. The Reds are scoring. We've seen them score this kind of runs before, though, and give up the lead. But, hey, it's nice to see, and then, bam. Just like they said, blew the doors off of that one. Nick Castellanos really giving the Reds the lead for good because later on in the game, the Cubs came back. The bullpen came in in the top of the seventh inning. Brooks Raley relieves Sonny Gray, and he can't get an out. He faces five batters. He gives up five runs. Two of those runs gets charged to Sonny Gray. However, they were unearned. So technically, Gray's ERA is unscathed after this one. But an absolutely just concerning performance by Brooks Raley. And then Lucas Sims comes in, gets the final out of the top of the seventh inning. He also pitches a scoreless eighth inning. And that was pretty nice. And then Cody Reed comes into the ninth. 
And he gives up a two-run home run, which then gave the Cubs their score of seven runs. So all in all, still trying to find that second left-hander in the Reds' bullpen. Reed and Rayleigh not looking so good to start the 2020 season off. But hey, Lucas Sims is looking like a pretty solid dude out of that bullpen. Liking what I'm seeing there. And we'll talk about Sonny Gray's performance here in a minute. Extends his streak now. 35 straight starts of allowing six hits or less. When he's starting, the other team's not hitting. I love it. I love it so much. We'll, we'll talk more about that in the three stars of the game and further on. But the last thing I wanted to get to had to do with him being pulled and Brooks Raley being bought in. There's plenty of people out there on social media that want David Bell gone, and I don't understand it. I, I think it's goofy. Look, I get it. He's made some interesting decisions that we can definitely debate, decisions that, like Shogo, wish he would play more. He played this entire game. That was nice to see. Had a pretty good game as well. But all in all, some decisions that are worth discussing. I like him at the helm of the Reds. I don't want him fired. And I think it's hilarious that people continue to fixate on him taking starters out of the game. And the best part about it is Sonny Gray, in his post-game interview, cleared that up. He said that whenever David Bell came out, he left it up to him. And Sonny Gray handed David Bell the ball. Because he, he recognizes that he's almost to the point where he's happy to throw over 100 pitches, but he's not there yet. And he could feel it. And you could kind of see it as well. Like the error by Eugenio Suarez that extended the top of the seventh inning really kind of just it shot the adrenaline through Sonny Gray. And he had that awesome strikeout to get out number two. And you could see, though, that he at that point was really reaching deep down for that strikeout. It's a good thing that they pulled him. Now, look. Brooks Raley's got to execute. There's no excuse for coming in and walking your first guy and then just constantly being unable to get one single solitary out. I don't know how you do that. Lucas Sims comes in and cleans up the mess that Raley makes over the next five batters, but there's just no excuse for that. And that's not on David Bell. David Bell thinks that he's going to his guy. He thinks he's going to the guy that's going to get him that out. I don't know why people are mad at David Bell at that. That's just, that is a goofy, goofy thing to be mad at David Bell about. All right, here in a minute, we're going to talk about our three stars of the night. Put a bow on this game. Look at the series finale between the Cubs and the Reds. The Reds are off that losing streak, baby. And here comes the winning streak. We're going to talk about all that and more here in just a minute, but I also wanted to let you know that you can start your morning with the news that matters in just 10 minutes. Axios Today, hosted by Nyla Boodoo, and a team of award-winning journalists will bring you the latest analysis and insight into the trends shaping our world. Ah, but man, you know what? Let's all, Red, Red's country, just all of us right now, <sighs> take a nice breath. Take a deep breath. Relax. It's okay. We can take it. The Reds got that win. They stopped the four-game losing streak. They got the win. Now comes the fun part as they start a streak of winning. Yes. But look, if you're having some trouble relaxing, if you just need to unwind at the end of the day, or if you need some support in life, 
check out CBDMD because it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or if you're sitting in an office chair for eight hours a day. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is one of those products. It is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. They've also got CBD Recover, which combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support that you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this awesome duo of products from CBDMD, they're offering you, my listener, 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com with the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBD. MD. The Reds three stars. Number one, Sonny Gray one up himself in his second start of the year, going six and two thirds, allowing just one hit with 11 strikeouts and only one walk allowed. Two. The Moose is back and loose. Two for two with two walks, a home run, which was a two-run home run that got the Reds on the board. Number three. Speaking of back, Nick Senzel returned with a two-for-four effort, a double, a homer, and two RBIs in his return to the field. It was nice to see him. Another guy returns to the field. Actually, doesn't return to the field. He makes his debut in 2020. Tucker Barnhart went one for three with a single and an RBI. He also had a walk. Shogo Akiyama looked pretty good as well. A multi-hit game for him, two for five. One of those hits being a double from the leadoff position. This lineup was exactly what we had imagined whenever the Reds made their moves in the offseason. Over $160 million worth of free agent signings, and we all kind of had this vision for what the everyday lineup would look like. This is what we're hoping to see a lot more of. Now, we could see some interesting changes with left-handed pitchers. Obviously, we've gone over that a couple of times, but I want to see more of Shogo Akiyama. He looked pretty strong in there as well. And before we get to the series finale with the Cubs, there's one quick thing that I wanted. I tweeted about this during the game. Nick Nicholas Castellanos was caught trying to steal second base in the second inning, which made it the second out of the second inning. And look, I'm not trying to harp too much on him. He had a great game. The Reds had a great game. But I want to see less stolen base attempts. And here's why. Last year, the league had a success rate of 73%, thereabouts. It's like 72 point something percent that the league converted stolen bases there that means around 28 percent of the time it wasn't out why on earth are you taking and that and that is every body that's all encompassing that's every single player who tries to steal a base i'm not singling out any specific person with that one stat category why on earth are you taking the bat out of your guy's hand at the plate and you could be causing an out and killing a rally 28% of the time. I think that's asinine. I think that's dumb, and I think that needs to go the way that bunting has and get out of here. 
Like, I get it. Some people are probably going to be upset by this. They're like, wait a minute, that's kind of part of the game. Stolen bases are kind of part of the game. I want to limit this to only the fastest guys, only the guys that you're sure, only the guys that can get the jumps. Shogo, Travis Jankowski, that's pretty much all I want to see making any stolen base attempts, and I want them to be few and far between. Look up Earl Weaver. Look up the manager of the Baltimore Orioles back in the 70s. The Orioles were a good team. He was a good manager. They barely tried stolen bases. It was get two guys on and hit a bunch of three-run three homers. All I care about is guys on base because if guys are on base and then we've got guys hitting or, like the other night, we had bases loaded and the Reds kept getting walks, then you keep getting runs there too. If you're running yourself into outs, you're running yourself out of wins. And Nicholas Castellanos in his career is actually a 42% success rate. That, that That's not good. Not good at all. All when it comes to stealing bases, that means better than 50% of the time he's running you out of rallies. No more. Let's let's stop that. I, I think that that's something that the Reds need to consider in this age and era of analytics and looking at the data and basing baseball strategies off that. I don't know how the data supports lots of stolen base opportunities. I'm just, I want that to go away. And that's my take on that. You, you can respond to that. On Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs, at Lockdown Reds. Hit me up on the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159. But I think that the data supports getting rid of stolen base opportunities in pretty much all situations. There's a couple that make sense. Kind of like asking a pitcher to lay down a bunt to move a runner over, but not position players, just a pitcher. There's probably a couple scenarios where stolen base opportunities make sense, but only a couple. I don't want green lights... Nicholas Castellanos does not need a green light to steal second because he hasn't done it yet this year. He's 0 for 2. And that's my rant for the day. And look, I didn't mean to rant on a day where the Reds won after scoring 12 runs, but that's just something that I want to see the Reds do less of. Okay, now let's look at the series finale. We've got Luis Castillo on the mound. He's looking to see if he can one-up his first start, which we all know was absolutely amazing against the Tigers. Of course, the bullpen ended up blowing it, but... He's going up against the Cubs. The Cubs will counter with you, Darvish. Darvish uh, was an interesting pitcher last season. He had a 3.98 ERA and 178 and two-thirds innings pitched, a total of 229 strikeouts. The interesting thing about that, of those 229, 46 were the Reds. That's right, 46 strikeouts against the Reds. The Reds only had 29 hits off of him last year. As a team, against Hugh Darvish in 2019, the Reds hit 232 with a 262 on base percentage. He really kind of shut him down. And I wonder what they'll do tomorrow because we saw a good game. Just like on opening day, the lineup went crazy. Hopefully they don't run and hide again tomorrow because they got to string some wins together and get back in this thing. I mean, they're looking at a situation where they gained a game back on the Cubs. They're still two games back from them. The Cardinals, on one hand, did fall to the Twins last night as the Twins won that game three to nothing. So they fall to two and three. They're only a half game ahead of the Reds. The Brewers are a game ahead at three and three. And the Reds are tied with the Pirates, both teams, at 2-4. and four. So, so look, they're not far out. If they keep stringing together wins like this, especially today, they get another win, they'll go to 3-4 and four and they'll knock the Cubs down. 
just to a game away. So it's doable. They can make it back into this thing, but they've got to keep stringing hits together like they did in this game. All right, that's going to do it here for us today on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Tomorrow, we'll recap the series with the Cubs, get ready for the series with the Tigers, and got a brand new segment coming up. It's stories, tales, memories from covering the Reds locker room and a couple other locker rooms as well with Rob Carpenter, a friend of mine from 700 WLW. He's the news guy during the overnight hours on the weekdays. But yeah, there'll be the first segment in a series of segments on tomorrow's show. You're not going to want to miss it. The best way to not miss it is to subscribe on whatever current platform you're listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone to 513-549-0159. All right, that'll do it for us here today. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball and I'll talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.